When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers are working their way through the defense at the NFL Combine, and it is very apparent that they're winning these guys over, that they're looking at specific players at specific times in the NFL draft, and most importantly, that these guys are very... What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, we're talking about the corners. The Steelers went day one at the NFL Combine talking to the inside linebackers, and it became very apparent very quickly that they are looking early and often at the inside linebacker position. And while the cornerback position kind of gave a little bit of the same vibe it became apparent for them that it's a wider range of players and corners that the Steelers might look at in the NFL draft inside linebacker it was only the elites the Trenton Simpsons the Noah Sewells guys that would go in that first to third round range that the Steelers were talking to and then maybe a sleeper or two that could be sitting there at the third or the fourth round For cornerback, the Steelers are looking everywhere, but they're looking everywhere at guys that people believe could be elite, that people believe could be top of this class. Joey Porter Jr., Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, and then as low as Brents, Kai Blue Kelly, all the guys that could walk into the NFL, make immediate impacts, even if they're not starting, all the way up, to these guys could be the next big cornerback star in the NFL. And they're doing a great job of talking to these guys. There hasn't been a single name, and I don't think it should come as a surprise. Nobody's sitting around thinking Mike Tomlin isn't a player's coach. He's not going to win these guys over. The Their Steelers are going to get bad reviews from guys that they talk to at the NFL Combine. That just shouldn't be a thought most people have, and They're doing exactly what you thought they'd be doing. Everybody comes to the podium. Everybody talks to the media. And when asked about the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's raving reviews about how cool Mike Tomlin is and how much of an honor it was to sit in a room with him and talk and how laid back and really cool he was. And the whole nine, everybody is impressed with Mike Tomlin. I'm sure Mike Tomlin knows how to talk to every coach, but especially the DBs because that's his upbringing in the NFL. (laughs) But they're impressing right back, and I think that is the thing that I am taking away the most is if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sitting in these meeting rooms, I'm talking to these guys, and I feel so good about how everything is going, just judging off of how they speak to the media. So say you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're sitting there. This is what I believe these guys bring to an interview. Plenty of intelligence because there hasn't been a single corner who took a podium and I've talked to them and felt, man, this guy, he just doesn't have the football IQ, or he doesn't know how to answer the questions or anything. It's guys who are very well-spoken, 
who are very confident in front of a microphone, which means that they're likely confident in front of a coach who give genuine answers, who evaluate things and have answers ready for questions that they believe they know are coming. A lot of people ask, oh, can you name a play where you felt you did this? And they're already ready to go. You want to know why? Because they prepared. Because the NFL is going to ask those same questions in those meetings. And on top of that, they all believe they're the best. And I think that's what stood out the most, is that you listen to these guys, and Joey Porter Jr. said it, Christian Gonzalez said it, Keely Ringo said it. Everyone's talking about how they're the best cornerback in this draft class. And when you have four or five guys who nobody really has a clear definition of who's first, who's second, who's third, and who's fourth, if they all believe they're top dog, they're going to fight like they're top dog, and they're going to work like they're top dog. There's no privilege amongst this group. Everybody wants to fight, and the Steelers are going to love that. So where does this leave the Steelers' draft plans? I believe that they're still looking at inside linebacker early. I, I feel that they want to finally find that guy and they want somebody who could play the next generation of inside linebacker. Extremely versatile, could cover the pass, can be a spy for all these mobile quarterbacks while also playing off the edge if need be and possibly dropping over to nickel if that's what they see fit. A guy like Trenton Simpson, a guy like Noah Sewell, um, a guy like Drew Sanders, all of these first or second round guys. But for them... Those guys likely will all be there at pick 17. They shouldn't be in a rush to sit there and add somebody with that first pick at inside linebacker because nobody's going to take one before that. The draft class is too questionable. A lot of them lack the ability of tackling, which is a key component for an inside linebacker, or they don't have enough weight, or in the the case of Noah Sewell, maybe they have too much weight. There's these question marks, and these question marks will lead to players dropping. Nobody should have to worry about an inside linebacker with the Steelers' first pick. The second pick, that 32nd pick, I believe that they'll have their pickings and that maybe they'll want to choose the inside linebacker that they see best fit in that defense. So there's the 32nd pick in the draft. Let's assume that the Steelers go inside linebacker and secure a guy next to Miles Jack and still possibly the guy or a guy that they signed in free agency. I'm not closing that door either cornerback seems like a very very likely option at 17 these guys are going to fight for the top spot there's going to be at least two corners taken before 17 and i would be shocked if there isn't a third depending on who that fourth guy is if the steelers feel that's one of their four guys that's one of possibly their top three guys they're going to draft them And they're not going to feel bad about it because all four of them are instant starters in the NFL, even if the Steelers don't need them to be. And if it's in the case of a guy like Joey Porter Jr., he's extremely well-spoken up at the podium. He's the most genuine human being at the NFL Combine, I believe. He's got a relationship with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He grew up around the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin's known him since he's a little kid running around at the practice facility doing drills with Antonio Brown. All they need is for him to slide. And you never know because Omar Khan, well, he said that the door's open if they believe that that guy is worth it. I don't know what worth it is for the Pittsburgh Steelers or if they look at this and say, well, this draft class is loaded. So best case scenario, our best player available will still be there at 17. 
Maybe they don't get the cornerback they want, but they could get a cornerback that they need. But maybe they move up. But either way, I, I think that right now, as we sit here, it's very evident that the Steelers are targeting defense. It's very evident that the Steelers want an inside linebacker, probably a big man. I think a lot of big men, a lot of edge rushers spoke to these guys. But with that 32nd pick and that 49th pick, I think they have plenty of options in both of those positions. But I've been saying for a week or two now, that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have a heavy emphasis on the secondary and that the Pittsburgh Steelers have their eyes on improving the positions around Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Sutton. And while they believe that Levi Wallace is a starter and he's not going anywhere, they want that third guy. They don't have that third guy right now. William Jackson, the third set to make way too much money and you don't know what he brings to the table. Akella Witherspoon, I don't think they're giving up on, but a question mark after all the injury troubles with this hamstring last season. James Pierre is not the guy that they hoped that he one day turned into. Josh Jackson is gone. Terrell Edmonds is a free agent. Demonte KZ has huge question marks about whether or not he'll return to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers need a defensive back. They've been eyeing up plenty of defensive backs. They're talking to all the could step in and play an immediate role, whether it's a starter or not corners and safeties here at the NFL combined. And I think it's very, very, very likely that at 17, they do not hesitate. If one of their top three or four corners is sitting there on the board to go, all right, well, this is our guy and pull the trigger. If I had to guess right now, if Joey Porter Jr. is sitting there, he's their answer. But I think any of the four, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Porter Jr. or Keely Ringo, possibly even Cam Smith. They're all the Steelers' top dog right now, and they're all near the top of their big board.